Hi guys, before we get into this week's episode, I obviously have to address what's going on in the world. Um, I just didn't feel right not doing it um, because this episode was previously recorded. Um, if you follow me on social media, which I'm sure most of you do, you know that I stand with Israel and the people of Israel, Jewish people, 50% of the most important people in my life are Jewish. And I, you know, they're very affected by this and it is absolutely gut-wrenching. I have a lot of friends and and people in my life that have family over there or know people that are directly affected and seeing the fear that they feel, they feel scared, they feel unsafe, they feel nervous walking the streets. It is really affecting them and, and therefore affecting me and it should be affecting you too. And um, I just want you guys to know where I stand. I've been very vocal about this on social media. I'm not the type of person that loves to just post an infographic. I like to use my own words and my own voice and tell you how I'm genuinely feeling. And it is hard because I have this launch coming up um, next week. I have ads that I have to post. And one of um, the Jewish women in my life said something best. She is a publicist. And she said, Alyssa, I've seen your post. Please don't feel shame or badly about sharing your good news. I promise you as a Jew, our will is to live and spread positivity and light and lift each other up. Living means celebrating your life. People will see this. People will understand. And that's how she suggested that I proceed. And I thought that that was like such a beautiful message. And um, I just love the way that they look at life like that. So I wanted you guys to know where I stand, um, how I feel. I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope that you're hanging in there. And um, I'm just sending prayers. And yeah, hopefully this episode could be a little light spot in your week. I love you guys. What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. Hey, guys, as a reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Macy's, and I have really good news to share with you. Macy's lowest prices of the season sale is here. Yes, you heard that right. From October 13th to October 20th, get 40 to 60% off regular sale and clearance items. That's a huge savings on pretty much everything from clothes and jewelry to shoes and accessories. Plus, you'll find your favorite brands like Calvin Klein, Steve Madden, DKNY, and any other brands you want to elevate your style. So head over to Macy's.com to shop the sale. As always, I will link some of my sale favorites on my Instagram stories if you guys want to shop them so you can always head over to follow me on Instagram at publicity and don't forget it's Macy's.com. Now let's get into the episode. Guys I'm here with Christina today. Christina Zias. Hello. I'm so excited to hang out with (laughs) you. Me too also because I just like want to chat. I know. (laughs) Me too. I feel like we have so much to catch up on personally and then like pop culture wise as well. Yeah so you've been on the pod with Ryan when I was in New York, mm-hmm. but we've never done a solo. No. And we've and hung out so much since then, I feel like I've actually become like friends. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like I instantly liked you guys from the second that I met you, but then moving here, I like felt like I had a friend in you already. Mm-hmm. And it was like so exciting to come here and like get to know you more. Um, but living 
here and being able to see you like it's been so nice i still haven't met the boys i know you need to come meet them i know because you know yeah yeah i know <laughs> no you need to they're so fun and so cute and i was thinking about it. i was like when was the first time we hung out here like, when you first moved here we went to that Knicks event remember Oh yeah, the underwear. Yeah, one. I forgot yeah. about that. I know. We walked the, I've we seen walked quite the a... runway together in underwear. Yes. Pretty much. I've seen you a bit. Since. I know. I know. It's been yeah. It's been really good. I still sometimes like can't believe I live here. Dude, you know, are you so happy here? I'm so happy, but I even had this today in my car again where I was like, where where am I? Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm like, where am I? Who are these people I hang out with? Because right. everyone's new. Everything's new. Like uh, everyone feels like friends and like family. But even sometimes I'm just like what like it's, it's such, such a departure a from the life that you knew yes for so long yes like your whole life actually it's so weird and like I was saying this to Ernie that's what we'll call him um that I don't really have roots anywhere anymore mm. so like it's a different thing because I'm not like wait you so don't feel like you have roots here now I feel like I have roots here but I don't I feel like I moved here very much being like open-ended yeah, whereas yeah. I'm like I could live here for two years I could live here for one year I could stay here my whole life I don't know mm -hmm. and I still feel that way like I don't know where I'm gonna end up yeah so I kind of feel like I am open to whatever because I don't feel attached to an outcome which is interesting I think that's the best feeling when I moved here I was like I'm gonna move to LA I'm gonna give it one year and just see how I feel yeah look 10 and years later 12 12 oh, it'll be 12 in November isn't that crazy so Christina does have a big update with where she lives actually coming but you're gonna say it on your podcast because we don't want this to come out before yeah. you have the opportunity to say it but it is a weird like timing coincidence it is a weird timing coincidence i have a major life change a yeah. major major like city change that's happening um it'll be on our podcast yeah so you guys can listen to all the details there but i'm super excited but i think it's like going into a new situation a new city like this yeah just like a new life change in general with like n no boundaries and like just leaving weird. it open-ended is exciting. It's so exciting, but it's also, like I said, it's kind of, it's, yeah, like you can kind of be whoever you want to be in a yeah. sense. I know that sounds so like nope, cryptic and weird. So true. But it's like, you could just restart in mm -hmm. a sense, um, which has been really interesting. But no, I've definitely like loved having you here. I owe the Tea Tribe an update on my personal life. Okay, let's hear it because... I've met Ernie. Wait, I have this <laughs> funny, like, Also, thing. I don't know how you call him by a different name. I would totally <laughs> mess that up so badly. I was dying because, first of all, Ernie's the funniest name. When it I told is. him that's what I named him, he was crying, like, for two days. Like, yeah. he would message me, like, like 24 hours later and be like, I'm crying laughing. Like, that's, that's the funniest thing. That's so cute. But I, um, I have this, like, vivid memory of you. So we went to a outdoor movie. <laughs> Wait, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I have no idea where this memory is going to go. Okay. I just have this, like, memory of you. I'm, like, sitting in between his legs. Okay. And you just kind of look at me like, like, because the last time I saw you, I was so fucking single. And then I see you, and I'm, like, in between this guy's legs. And, like, we make eye contact at the movie, and you look at me, and you're like, what happened here? Like, I, I think I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, you were like, <laughs> I missed a chapter. Yeah, it totally felt like that for sure. Because I was getting your updates while you were in Spain. Yes. And you went from that to oh like all of a sudden like yeah, cuddled Travis up to this Barker. person like yeah. on a friend group date. And I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I met him right after mm -hmm. Europe. Yeah. I know. That's <laughs> Yeah, really a departure from Travis Barker. But I... 
Yeah, it was like we can I give my opinion on him. Yeah, give your opinion. I love him. Yeah. I feel like he so quickly jived with the girls like so seamlessly. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like he was trying at all. Just he just felt like part of the group. Yeah, he's pretty like normal, I'd say. Yeah, which I think is really great. But I yeah. feel like there's a lot of normal guys that mm-hmm. like would maybe feel like a little nervous yeah in that situation i also was obsessed that he knew the lines to devil wears prada <laughs> i was like wait this is like the most green flag situation i've ever seen in my entire life and, and he then was on i was the like, right side of history he was yeah. and then i was like quizzing him on some other i don't even know why i probably had a lot of wine at this point but i started like quizzing him on other chick flicks and, <laughs> and he, he had like all the good answers he's a movie guy yeah he'll ask me all the time like have you seen this movie and i'm like no I- i've never seen any movies like i'm the worst i don't know what it is i'm like, the worst i, I grew up in like a no time we had a no movie household like mm. it was so weird we all of the boyish movies i didn't watch because we were three girls mm-hmm. and my dad and then like all of the good old school ones i haven't seen either i've never seen anything i'm like am i okay i've only seen literally watched clueless and the first wives club we rented them every single friday night for like my entire high school yeah, the same. my dad's like you guys are not allowed to watch these anymore it's all we watched and it's like when you had blockbuster and you'd have to yeah literally them. exactly exactly <laughs> Wait, okay, what is the update? Because I'm very curious myself. So the update is, I don't know. Like we, it's so weird. I wanted to talk to like the audience about this. Because at what point do you say if your boyfriend or girlfriend? Hmm. Like it's a weird thing. And I try to write, like I try to think if someone was writing into me and being like, I've been dating someone for two months. It's going well, blah, blah, blah. Like he's meeting my parents next weekend. Okay, that feels like kind of boyfriend territory. No, it is, but we haven't said it. So I don't know. Okay, well. But I also don't care because it's like I feel fine Have with you it. guys had any of the conversations about like being exclusive or defining the relationship? He told me after the first date he deleted Hinge. Okay. Like literally. He was like, yeah, no, I deleted it already. And then I didn't because I was like, I'm going to delete it when he makes things like exclusive. Yeah. And then finally like a month and a half in, I was like, okay, I deleted it. Has it been a month and a half already? It's been like like two two months. Yeah. Wow. So then finally a few weekends ago, I was like, okay, I deleted it. And he was really happy. But we still haven't said anything. But my point is, do we have to say anything? Okay. Well, when I first started dating Steve, I'll never forget, we were like away together and he was on the phone. And he called me, like, his girl to someone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, He's called me that. He's called me my girl. Oh, that's or interesting. Or my gal, because, you know, he's not from here. Okay, that's right. <laughs> and Steve was like, I asked Steve, I was like, wait, like, what do you refer me to when you talk to your friends? That's how it comes up, I feel. Yeah, and he was like, my girlfriend. And he's like, why? What do you refer me to? And he kind of was like, kind of got nervous for a second. He was like, uh-oh. Like, he's like, wait, like, do I think this is different than you think it is? I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, you've never asked me to be your girlfriend. He's like. Do people still do that? Okay, but that's my thing. I do, I don't need, like, I'm not into cheesy shit. I don't need, like, a flowers and will you be my girlfriend thing. Okay. I just think it's yeah. worth having a conversation. I think it's worth having a conversation. Like, I think it's worth being, like, you this know, like, I you're my girlfriend, you right? You know what I mean? I feel like you should be like, okay, like, I don't want to make this, like, weird or anything, but you're meeting my parents. I just don't know how to introduce you. I know, but I also want him to bring it up. I'm <sighs> like, like, I just don't know if I care Okay, enough. so then don't care. That's a great attitude. I don't care, but it would be nice to know. Wait a minute. I just listened to, um, oh my gosh, the Foster Sisters podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, Have you listened to their latest episode? No. They had someone that's like how to get what you want. Mm. And she was taught, there was like this expert who was talking about how to have this exact conversation. No you way. You need to listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was like, she was pretty much like putting people in like different situations. And this was one of them. She was like, you, need, you can ask the question 
as long as you don't care what the answer is. Because mm. it's all about your expectations and your energy. And if you were yeah. like, hey, like, I just want to know, like, how would you like, yeah. define this relationship? But you don't care either way. That, like, puts you on top. Do you know what I mean? That gives I you some power. I also know if I brought it up, you'd be like, yeah. Okay, so so you know. I don't care. Yeah. So you know. You feel comfortable. I feel like I that's just, such a good feeling. I think I feel comfortable because, like, um, you know, okay, it's it's weird because, like, you know, when you just get – I don't – tell me if you felt this way with Steve, but most of my friends that are in relationships feel this way. Like, when you meet someone, you're not – nervous like they're not going to text you mm-hmm. like you just like you know when you're with the wrong person you have so much anxiety yeah, like, like you're oh never God, comfortable yeah. yeah like I don't feel that way I'm like oh I'll hear. even this morning like usually he texts me every morning and I didn't hear from him until like one and I did, I was like it's fine mm-hmm. like I don't feel anxious which I, is nice I think that's really nice yeah so I don't really care Wait, I'm just dying that literally everyone talks about how dating in LA is the absolute <laughs> worst thing in the entire world <laughs> And you've lived in New York pretty much your whole life, right? And now you come – and you were single as fuck. Yeah, so single. And now you come here. But it's because, one – Your energy? My energy, too. We're both not from here. Mm. Like, we're both transplants. He's, like, from – I don't say where, but, like – I feel like everyone's a transplant here, He's, though. like, a completely different person than I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, interesting. He's from the U.S., guys, by the way. I'm not – Yeah, I'm you like, are kind of making it, No, like, no, but he's from Pacific Northwest. So, okay. like, I've never met someone from the Pacific Northwest in my life. Right. I thought he was from the Midwest, and then I had to look at a map, and I was wrong. Stop. I was like, oh. <laughs> but, like, and I think I'm unlike anyone he's ever met. Like, right. so East Coast and, like, so aggressive. But – Wait, I'm dying for your mom to meet him. I know. Well, the thing <laughs> Are you is, nervous? No, not really. But, like, the thing is, the reason he's meeting them is they're coming to help me with the brand launch. Oh, that's so nice. And in, like, a few – two weeks, I think, not next week. And um, the thing is, he – when else are my parents going to get a chance to meet right. someone? We don't live in the same right. city. Unless they were coming to visit or you were to bring him home for, like, a holiday or exactly. something Exactly. Like so I was just like, all right. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. That'll be so fun. Yeah. And chill. Yeah, he's really nice. He's really sweet. He's so nice. Oh, my god! But it's weird because, like, I think for people that are listening that are single, like, I can't explain it. I was saying this to my friend Jill. You really do just, like, meet someone one day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't even mean that, guys, like, this is, like, the love of my life or my husband. I don't know. I don't mean it like that. I just mean dating in general. Like, you really go from, like, single – as hell to like all of a sudden you're on a date and like you just keep dating the person and it's so weird how that happens question though do you kind of feel like there is a change in you or your energy between like trying to date in new york city or like dating and now finally meeting him yeah because i feel like there's a shift in you huge shift yeah well no what happened was when I went to Europe, I had a huge shift. Okay. And I was just like, I but I went into that trip knowing I was going to have a shift. I was like, I'm going to go into Europe and just like be feral and like feel myself and not care. And I felt really confident and great on the trip. And like, I was getting like so much like male attention, not to be weird, but just like that I hadn't had in a while because one, it's like a party environment. Everyone's right. on vacation. Everyone's giving everyone attention. Totally. And two, probably my energy. Like I yeah. think I was like throwing off good vibes and so I was like, I'm going to take this into L.A. with me. And he was the first hinge date I've gone on in L.A. Mm-hmm. Ever. I feel like the energy. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but kind of nice. But you also, like, I don't understand, like, how the world works. Because, like, yes, I was probably exuding a better energy. But what are the chances that this person that you message with on a dating app becomes someone you date? Like, I don't really get how the world works. Like, it's really <laughs> crazy when you think about it. No, but I also feel like sometimes we think too much 
into like we think too far into things like it, it could be that simple do you know what I mean? Well, that's okay. So I had a girl on. Her name's Eve. She's great. She talks about Hinge and the algorithm. Okay. And like, not to discredit anything she said, but this made me realize after I was like, her whole thing is like cracking the Hinge algorithm. And now my whole thing going through this is like, you don't have to crack any system. Like when things are supposed to work out in life, mm-hmm. they'll work out. Totally. And you I know. And I also kind of do feel like it's a lot of times, which I feel like is annoying to hear sometimes, but when you're not taking things too seriously and like not looking necessarily. Yeah. Like you were looking because like you were open to it. You were on the apps and like dating. You were putting yourself out there, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like that necessarily that pressure. You're going into it with like a fun mindset. Mm -hmm. Like let's just see what happens, you know? How do you feel like, it's so weird to me because how long have you and Steve been together? Dude, so long. Like 13 years? Yeah, because we're like same age, I think. And it's so crazy to think that like you've already been in a 13-year relationship. That's so crazy to think. That's crazy. I know. That's why sometimes whenever I hear people give relationship advice, especially on TikTok and social media, if I'm like, you clearly have not been in a really long relationship Mm. because that doesn't make sense. Like sometimes I'll hear people that are like, Oh, I don't know. They talk about like fighting with their partner, how they never fight yeah. with their partner. And I'm like, that is like such That's not a 12-year relationship. No. Yeah. yeah. Like relationships ebb and flow so much. And I feel like there's our times, like there's amazing times. Hopefully overall, it's like so great. But like there is a flow, you know? That's really interesting. Yeah. Especially because, so you guys were together a while then before you had kids. Yeah, we were together. We were mad. We were dating for like six years because we did a cross country move together and we're kind of just like navigating our 20s, trying to like pursue our careers that way. And then we got married and then we waited like I think three years before having kids. That's nice. Yeah. I kind of just never felt like pressure, I guess. Yeah. It's just so like crazy to me how people at the same age could be in such different life stages. Oh, yeah, for sure. One thing about you, though, that I really respect is, like, you still have a social life outside of, like, your children and your husband, but you're then also with them what seems like 24-7. It's like, how do you balance the dynamic of, like, doing things for you and doing things for them? First of all, thank you, because I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have no social life. And then, like, friends will be like, wait, no, like, you make time for us. Oh, I think you make great time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, for me, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't have friends, I just get sad. Yeah. Like, I need me time. Mm -hmm. I need, like, that personal time. I need, like, and me time's not the gym or Mm. anything like that. Like, I need, like, fun me time with friends. like, a glass of wine. Yeah, like, like, I need that. So I just, honestly, I just make the time for it. Or, like, a lot of times I'll be like, oh, yeah, can we do something? But, like, after 8 Mm p.m., you know what I mean? So I'm, like, Mm -hmm. with my kids all day. I'll put them to sleep and but then, then leave. But don't you feel so tired? Like, how do you feel yeah, motivated? Yeah, I'm so wanna... tired all the time. Yeah. Okay, I also think it's kind of, um, what's it called? I'm like a manifesting generator. Mm. I think it's really weird, but I truly feel like I have, in a way, more energy than the average person. Like, I can just keep going. I am so jealous of that because it's not that I don't. It's like, I could have that for three days, but then on the fourth day, I'll be bedridden. No, like, I can continue Like, I'm rallying. not okay. Yeah. But also, I think it's like literally built in me. My mom is like that yeah. too. My maybe mom is I like need the to stop telling bunny. myself that though. Maybe because like maybe it's a self-limiting belief to maybe. be like I don't have energy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then I look at my grandma. She's 95. This woman has more energy than all of That's us. That's what I'm saying. It's like nuts. So, but also, don't you kind of feel like once you stop and you like take a day off and you rest, it's like kind of harder to get going. At 100%. least hundred percent. Yeah. So like for me, I just don't stop, which is probably really not healthy. I don't. Like I sound like I'm on crack right now. I'm yeah. not. But. I think people, I think a lot of people are like you and then a lot of people are like me or 
in between I think there's no like rhyme or reason to what works for people totally but I do hear you talk about on social media sometimes and in person about how you like put pressure on yourself to fill up every hour of your day I really do it's really bad sometimes honestly but I just have so many goals and ambitions and there's things I want to get done and honestly like I have two kids so like how like when am I supposed to do it so I kind of feel like I almost have no choice sometimes yeah but I will say like I have slowed down a little bit like for instance I used to like put the kids to sleep and then like work for a couple hours on my laptop Mm. and now I'm like no more I cannot do that. That's not healthy, like, for me mentally. Yeah. It's not, like, great for my relationship. I was just going to say relationship. Exactly. Even. Like, I want to, like, my husband's like, can we talk? I'm like, yeah. Like, I want to yeah. hang out with Can you. we connect? Like, exactly. So I'm like, no, that's me and Steve's time. Or that's, like, me to, like, read a book or do whatever I want. Like, I don't have to, like, be working. And I also mm-hmm. stopped working right away in the morning because I used to do that, too. And I feel like I was, like, filling up the time with – and sometimes still not feeling that productive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm just trying to be, like, more hyper-aware of my time because – You know what happens to me? Like, what? if I book things in my schedule every hour, I almost feel paralyzed by it. Mm-hmm. So I'll wake up and be like, oh, I put a workout in my calendar this morning. Like, I'm going to sleep through it. Like, I almost self-sabotage if I feel like I'm giving myself too much or something. Yeah. It, like, overwhelms me to know that I don't have a minute. Totally. That it's makes like sense. It's, like, a weird feeling. No – well, are you a big calendar girly? Because I'm not, to be honest with you. I'm the most confusing person because, like, in some aspects with, like, work, I'm the most Capricorn type A person ever. Mm-hmm. Like, at my launch shoot, every single person was, like, even the PR people, everyone, the photographer, they were, like, I've never been on a shoot this organized. And it's because, like, I'm so fucking Capricorn. I had lists. I had pictures. Like, I all your this. shots. Oh, right? my God. Beyond. Like, I debriefed everyone ten times. In my real life, my closet's a mess. Mm -hmm. I don't stick to my calendar. It's like I've talked – I used to talk about this a lot on my podcast. It's like I have integrity with other people but not with myself sometimes. Totally. So like I'll hold my promises to others or to business but not when it comes to like, oh, I'm going to go on this walk this morning Mm -hmm. or like I'm going to go run errands and do X, Y, Z. I'll like push it off. So like sometimes I have a hard time like – keeping those promises to myself. Well, it's hard to hold yourself accountable, right? Like it's easy to – if there's someone else involved, like for me here today, you're like, exactly. wait, I need to be doing this. We have to this come coming. Here. Right. Exactly. I can get like that too sometimes. I will say I'm like, I think that though the promises you keep to yourself are the most important. They are. Yeah. So I got to work on it. Yeah. But also do you feel like having kids makes you keep those promises? Because you're almost keeping promises to them. Like if you're like, I'm going to take the boys to the park. Oh yeah, for sure. When it comes to the kids, yes. Like, like maybe come, that will help me. <laughs> yeah. No, really. When, I will always do the stuff I promise them. Yes. But, things I promise myself tend to go out the window okay like, so yeah like this morning I was like oh, I, I really don't have time to go to the gym like I should just spend that time with the kids and then I was like no like you like are not going to be okay like just go I like literally just went to the gym and was on the treadmill for a half hour that's it exactly and just, I just but went it's just to get out and do it for yeah, yourself I have to do it but it's so easy to put yourself last and honestly for I'm me saying. like I use my kids and my business as an excuse and like but you can use an excuse for anything you know I use everything as an excuse. I know. But yeah, it's it's important. I think that's something I really want to work on. Um, and I think I did a really good job when I first moved here. I created boundaries because in New York, you only like go in your bed mm. or like on your couch. And when I moved here, I was like, I will work upstairs. I will eat on my island, not on the couch. Right, I will right, sleep right. in bed and not yeah. like – like I kind of started to create these boundaries. And as I've lived there a little bit longer, they're like slowly kind of slipping away. And I think it's like good to put those boundaries in place. I think it's so important, honestly. For me – I have no boundaries, but I what I did do is like I signed up to a gym mm. that has a workspace attached to it. Oh, yeah, it's smart. like super super nice. So I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to work because honestly, like with my husband Wait, and kids, I can't work here at home. or in the new city. Here. Oh, got it. Yeah, 
Beacon Knox in Studio City. Got it. They have Fantastic. A, I love it. Oh. It's I mean, I'm making it like seem more dramatic. I want to go to Hymat or whatever. That you should join that. Honestly, know, that's close enough. It's so expensive. Yeah, like but it like, is for what it, you get. Yeah, it's I actually agree. worth it because it's like a workspace of a restaurant gym, of this like or that. A, yeah, I actually. But you also do have like a great building where you. No, can do I all know. That, so. But it's something about mentally getting out because I think it's so important. I even have a hard time like if I just go to the gym in my building, I'm not going outside. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I need to like physically. Sometimes I'll literally wake up on like a Thursday and just drive to Santa Monica because I'm mm-hmm. like, I just need to like get out for my mental health. Totally. Like get out. Totally. And just like go somewhere completely random. Do you ever feel like you're saying yes to things all the time? I think I say no to a lot. Okay. Because that is something where I really had to make a big shift. Mm. I say yes to too many freaking things. And then I hate canceling, so like I end up like going through with it. Got it. But I'm like, why am I here? See, I don't, don't want to cancel, so I don't say yes. Yeah, but it depends. Like I'm really like picky with. I think if we wanted, we can go to an event every night. Totally. But I choose to go to the ones that like I think will either help my career or there's something that I really want to be at. Yeah. I always say yes to like movie screenings mm-hmm. or stuff like that because I enjoy it and I want to see a movie and like I think right. it's fun. But other than that, like, I'm not really saying yes to that much because I have to prioritize, like, other things. Totally. I say yes to too many things. And I think that the genre of content I create is all across the board. So I literally get invited to everything. I'm getting invited to the movie screenings. I'm getting invited to, like, exactly, the cooking, like, the fashion stuff, the beauty stuff. I'm like, ah. It's, like, too much almost. Yeah, I'm almost, like, excited to honestly remove myself a little bit. Yeah. To like actually focus on the work because when you're saying yes to everything, you where when are you working? Like I you, feel like it's there's hard a to quote create the there. Like if you're saying yes to everything, you're saying, saying no. no. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no, it's so true though. <laughs> it's so it's so true. Uh, yeah, I feel like part of like maturing and also like us being in the industry for so long, I feel like we have who else was I talking about this with? Oh, I ran into Alex Michelle May in the um, airport the other day. Oh, we were like yeah. sitting in the lounge. We were like sitting together. So whatever. We were talking about how we feel like. Wait, Alex Michael, May, Alex not Michael Michelle. Michael. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about how we like almost feel like the older you get, the more you're just like knowing what to go to and what not to go to. Mm-hmm. And then the younger generation of girls like go to all those things. Totally. But like that's the rite of passage. One hundred percent. And like now we feel a little like happy that we could sit back and like be a little bit more choiceful totally 100%. it just comes with the territory yeah but I'm also like such a people person yeah although I will say I noticed this about myself I used to pride myself on being such a good schmoozer mm. I was so good like I also worked retail sales for so long and like commission-based jobs like I was like I can schmooze I'm like so great at this now I'm like I don't want to do you think it's COVID no because mm. a lot of people lost their, like, p- people skills. But I still feel like I have it. Like, I could turn it on if I want to. Yeah. I just don't have the same interest in doing it. Got it. Same. Yeah. Same. But also for me, and I felt this way even years ago when mm. I was great at it, and I feel this way now, nothing drains my energy more than schmoozing. Right. It could like, be dr- really draining. When you go on a brand trip, like, from the outsider, people looking in are like, and you girl like everyone at home could relate this to like going away for a work trip totally if you're, like our work trips happen to be with brands yours could be with clients whatever it may be 
I think nothing is more draining than a work trip because yeah you're there to like have fun like let's say you're in a sales team and they're like we're flying everyone to Florida mm -hmm. you're still with your coworkers. like right. yeah you're in a fun place but like do you really want to be in a fun place with these people and then also on top of it you're kissing ass the whole time and mm -hmm. even when you're at like dinner you're still not fully relaxed because you still have to like censor yourself or be you know what I'm saying like I find being on I call it being on that's mm -hmm. the most draining to me and totally. like I appreciate it but those are the days where I go home and I'm like <gasps> yeah when I'm just like on 24 7 yeah no I totally know what you mean what I find happens to me in like those situations with like a brand trip I feel like I feel a little bit differently in those situations really? because what ends up happening is I'm just completely unhinged and I'm sharing too much <laughs> and I'm like why why yeah, do you I, have to okay. say that like at the dinner table in front of everyone no I could get but, that like, way too then I can like just relate and then I'm like kind of just like don't care do you know what I mean Same. I just have fun yeah I feel like I have to let people in all the way and then it's Fair. we're good. I guess it depends what their dynamic is. Totally, like if, who you're with. Yeah. yeah, there's like a lot of variables if you, there. If they just feel like a friend, like yeah. yeah. But if they're like a little bit more uptight, then you feel like you're totally. like being the salesperson the whole time. Right. And like it's not that you're not being yourself, but you're, you know, being business. Yeah. And like that's where I find my social battery. It's like draining. Oh my God. Like I don't feel that way when I'm with friends. It's like when I'm doing businessy things. For sure. I come home and I'm like. I can't even talk. You're like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, I'm turning my phone on do not disturb for the next two days. It's like an See adrenaline ya. thing, I it think. It is an adrenaline thing. I actually kind of felt like that after the pool party. Oh, of course. Which was... After my live show, I didn't sleep for 24 hours. Exactly. 48 hours. Because your adrenaline is so high. And then you come crashing down. Oh. And then it's like, you just spent all this time planning it. And like, you're so excited. And then it's like, wait... Your energy is depleted. And yes. now you're like, also like, what do I do with my life? Wait, did you feel this way after your wedding? Hmm. Okay. After my wedding was kind of weird because we came back for a little bit. I also used to be obsessed with Big Brother. Mm, and I, I was invited to do the backyard interviews that season. Oh, fun. And we had a couple days between our wedding and our honeymoon. So it kind of broke so things. So you were like working. Yeah, I was kind of like working. Like, yeah, but I, but I do think a lot of people feel like that after their honeymoon because you just spent like months and months. I it's heard like, people what's my life like purpose crash. Anymore? Yeah, people mm -hmm. like crash and get depressed after weddings. Yeah. I'm like, that's like low key sad, but I get it because it's what we're talking about. <laughs> totally. How it's just like so much energy into one mm -hmm. thing. I feel that way about this brand's launch. It's going to launch in the next day. I'm going to be like bedridden. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. You're going to still be living. It's going to be so exciting. And yeah. also, it's like, a brand, right? So yeah, it's like, yeah. continue, continue, well, that's continue. That's the scary yeah. part. I'm like, oh my god, the work doesn't end the day it doesn't I watch. End. No. Like, it just starts. It starts. It's like, ah. no, it's so exciting. No, I'm I know. so stoked for it's you. It's just like a lot, you know, yeah, to for digest. Sure. Oh my gosh, of course. I want to talk a little pop culture because, as you just mentioned with the Big Brother thing, you've done a lot of entertainment reporting yeah. in the past, and like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift <sighs> are everywhere right now. And you interviewed him years ago. You posted the clip. Could you tell everyone about it? Because I just can't believe this. Oh my god. So it's so funny. All of a sudden, I see this clip of me going viral, and all these people are tagging me. Oh, I, I thought like, you posted it. No, they found it. I just was like, if everyone's posting, it's going viral on everyone else's side. Like I should it. post yeah. it too. Don't know how anyone found this. He had a show called like Catching Kelsey yeah, on course. E. Loved it. A dating show. So I interviewed him as part of a press junket, and one of the questions I asked him was like, "Kiss, Mary, kill." And I said Taylor Swift as one of them in there, and he chose to kiss her, and. So now everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> this has been happening. This was like, this was six years ago. So I'm like, wait, did I manifest this? Did I put Taylor in his head? Like, he's never thought about her before. But, yeah, it's so wild. So it's gone, like, crazy viral now because of everything that's going on. And it's so funny. He was so nice. Okay, I was say, what was your vibe of he him? He was so, he's so good looking. Swagger. 
so much swag. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he has. You just like- want to like, okay, now his hair's short, but like then I was like, fuck, like I want to yeah. run my hands through that head of hair. <laughs> he was so good looking. He was super nice, really, really tall. Um, the only thing is I kind of felt like he was being like a little too cool for school. Like at yeah, that yeah, time, yeah. he pretended like he didn't know who the Kardashians were. Mm. I was like, bro, this show's on E. Yeah. Like, come on, we know. But he was really nice and like very charming. The way I okay, I don't like when he has the full beard. I've decided because I've been consuming a lot of content. I like right now just the mustache so, and the buzz it's cut. Hot, it's right? hot, right? <laughs> or the long hair, like the like you know flowy hair. Totally, I can't really picture him with a full beard and short hair right now. No, it's like he he looks like Mac Miller or um, mm, Angus Cloud. I can kind of like see you that. know how they all kind of look alike. Yeah, look. like it, when he has the full beard, it's just like I don't love that look as much. Dude, I've been I'm kind of like, into the mustache. I'm so into the mustache, and I've been consuming all of his podcast content on Instagram too. Like, I love him and his brother. <laughs> I love their little family. Their mom is so cute. I think it's. I'm obsessed. So everyone feels, and I do agree, that the NFL is being like really thirsty. Like they're making their bias. The NFL is being so thirsty, but. I mean, do you blame them? Didn't no, they have, like, the most views? Like, wasn't it, like, 27 million views on yeah. the Chiefs game? Like, that's insane. No, 100%. So it's kind of, like, funny and fun. It's funny and fun for us because we like pop culture. But, like, picture just being, like, a guy that likes sports. You're probably like, all right, come on. I don't feel bad for them. No, I don't feel bad for them. I don't feel them. bad for them at all. Like, I think, honestly, I feel like, if anything, they should be like, damn, Taylor has yeah. it is so impressive. Like, she has this much of an effect that she's literally taking over the NFL. It's just insane to me to see that level of stardom. I know. Like, I don't think we've seen it. Like, I don't think anyone has that star power anymore. Because social media wasn't around when there totally. was all these other big stars. Mm-hmm. Elvis, Michael Jackson, all right. these people. Like, this is our first time witnessing someone with the same star power as those people right. with social media and like the way things pick up. And like that's why you, the NFL is able to change their bio when right. they're able to do these things Wait, so what's quickly. What's their bio? It's like Taylor's back. No, literally their bio. Wait, what? No, that's what I'm saying. They're being thirsty. <laughs> that's embarrassing. It's a so bit. embarrassing. <laughs> and then they're like, they'll be like, Taylor was here, like, in the date. I'm like, all right, like this is embarrassing because yeah. Also, like, there's other teams in the NFL. It's yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, it no, it's it's honestly like cringy. But I know the Gen Z like social media girl is like, look at all these impressions that I'm. Yeah, no, it's kind of genius though yeah. at the same time. Yeah, like it, I'm from sure like she's a marketing perspective. Yeah, it's really really smart. It's kind of like when Scandal happened and like all these brands yes. started like Duracell, Bounty, whatever. But it's like, when is it overkill? Because, okay, let's say I was a brand manager right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would pitch like a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey themed commercial because I'm like, been there, done that. Like, so-and-so already did that during last game. Like, yeah. even with the Scandal stuff, it's like, at what point do you give like consumers fatigue from seeing something totally. so much? I still feel like this is kind of new. Yeah, it is kind of new still. I feel like, okay, we've seen Taylor out and about before. But I don't feel like we've ever seen her with like this sort of press and this magnitude with like someone who is like almost at her equal of celebrity from a completely different realm, right? Like yeah, we've seen her with like other musicians, like actors or whatever. I don't know. Like it kind of feels like a big deal. So what a lot of people are saying, which I do agree with, is like maybe in the past she was so hidden with her relationships because they wanted that. And maybe she wants someone mm. that's going to like publicly fight for her a little bit more. Or maybe it's not that serious and, if and we're getting played. 100%. Also like, yeah, I'm sure they're in the very early stages of dating. Like yeah. let's be honest. But 
I will say this feels like very unlike her though, doesn't it? So unlike her. I, I, I'm a little confused and I think that's why everyone's making such a big deal of it because like a lot of times she just disappears. A lot of her moves confuse me and like when yeah. I talk about them is like when I get the backlash because people love to, you know, you can't criticize anything Taylor Swift does. But a lot of her PR moves just like as a former publicist do confuse me because they do um, contradict sometimes like – I feel like what she says, mm-hmm. like she doesn't want the attention, but then she'll like go to the most popular restaurant totally. in New York where like you know yeah. you're gonna get paparazzi, which makes me think she's in on it this time. Like, mm-hmm. which makes me think she doesn't care and she's just all about it and she's having fun. I think she's all about it and having yeah, fun. Me too. I, she's definitely not she's trying to hide be. it. No. Yeah. yeah, she's standing in the crowd. That's yeah. my point. Like, if you don't want to be seen, you don't have to be seen. What do you think about her? Do you see like the news about her in that LBI restaurant? For um, I forget whose wedding it oh, was. Oh, Jack Antonoff. Yeah. Or whatever. What what happened again? She was like in LBI. I think she was getting dinner with Channing Tatum. Oh, and Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. yeah. And there was like thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of people outside the restaurant, mm-hmm. and everyone was kind of like feeling really bad for. Her. I kind of felt bad for her at that moment. And I was like, oh, see, like, I, no, I do. It's yeah. hard to like be. I, I can't imagine having her star power because it's like. You want to have fun and be public and like, okay, this is like a cheeky guy that yeah. you're like maybe dating and it's like fun. Like people are excited about you. Like let's just live it. But then it's like, when do you turn that off? I don't think there's I know. a separation. I do. I think ultimately I feel bad because yeah. the way I look at it is whether she's stepping out in public or not or hiding or not hiding, she can't hide even if she wanted to. Right. Like in terms of like, yeah, unless of like you going out your about, house. Right, exactly. But you can't go out and hide at right. the same time. I mean, I guess maybe she could be like in Rhode Island or in Nashville. I mean, I don't know about Nashville, but like in places where paparazzi aren't following her. Fair, like in like, New York City, they're probably f- standing outside her Do you know her what home, I was right? thinking seeing those videos? There was like hundreds of people standing outside her apartment building and I was like, I'd be so pissed if I'm a millionaire that owns a, an apartment in that building. 100%. Because like you spend all this money for this nice apartment and there's like, you can't sleep because people are screaming outside your door. Yeah, crazy. Like, then that also puts pressure on her because I would feel pressure being like, I'm embarrassing everyone around. Like, I would feel embarrassed that I was disturbing my neighbors. Totally. You know? Because I'm sure she's, like, cares and is a nice person. I mean, at a certain point, it's, like, out of her control, I guess, right? I know, but it's it's just, like, like, really crazy, this level of, like, stardom. I do wonder. I feel like at this point, though, honestly, like, she has to be at every single game for the rest of the season. I know. It's going to be speculation. (laughs) I feel like otherwise, he's going to be like, what's going on? And that's going to be this whole story. Do you know what I mean? I just, like, want to know what their chemistry looks like. Like, that's what I have a hard time. Like, he just, like... I I can't picture her, honestly. I can't picture either of them. But then part of me is like, we probably don't know what she is or isn't like. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I just know him more from interviews, the way he, like, kind of talks, like, kind of swaggy. Like, Mm -hmm. he had this dating show. Right. Like, I could kind of see it a little bit more with him because she doesn't really talk about, like, her dating life like that. She'll sing about it, but she's not out here, like, talking about it the way he is. So... I'm just like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall. I know, same. But did you see her and Blake? Like, I feel like Blake was really, like, I think reading Blake in this yes. past game said a lot more than even reading Taylor. Yes, and I also really like their friendship that they've, like, stood the test of time. No, Like, you know, I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, celebrities have a new best friend every day. I love how, like, these two are literally best friends. Like, it's really sweet. It's so sweet. I love them both. Um, I want to discuss The Golden Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. My sweet, sweet Jerry. I, I, okay, so 
um, Ernie and I decided we're going to watch together. So I wait until Friday nights to watch with him. Mm -hmm. And we made like a draft. I was literally crying laughing because we made a draft of like who we think is going to be the final three and who we think is going to get voted out first. Just based on their bios, like, before we even saw the show. I can't remember all their names. No, me either. But it was, like, so funny then watching it and seeing, like, I just love, like, watching people in their 60s and 70s, like, get a second shot at love. Oh, my gosh. 100%. Are you serious? Not only that, I feel like these women were so confident. They were so cool. They were amazing. They made you realize that, like, literally age is only the energy you put behind Mm -hmm. it. I was like... these women have more energy and like cool factor than like some of the 30 year olds I know. Yeah, it's so true. It's they have confidence. The confidence. Oh my God. But that's why I've heard guys say before that they like going out with older women because mm. older women are more confident like in the bedroom and because they're like, this is what I like. Yeah. Whereas like. I've never thought about that, but it makes because sense. Because think about it in your 20s, you're just like, okay. Yeah. In your 30s, you're like, no, you're like, yeah, like move your hands good. this way. <laughs> yeah. That's you get what I'm saying? Totally. So picture, if we're like that in our 30s, picture 60, 70. Yeah. You're definitely you're like, like, I don't have time. You don't have time. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think with age, you are just so much more like certain of who you are. 100%. And that's coming across. And I also like, I know not to be like cheesy, but it really felt like they were all there for the right reasons. Oh, of course. And also though, I said though, I'm going to be... 10 times more heartbroken. Oh my gosh, I can't. Watching people get sent home. No. Because this the is The trailer how, kills no, me. No, it makes me sick. <laughs> me too. It makes me so sick. Because this is how I feel. You like, can't break these ladies' hearts. Whoever the runner-up is, like, I'm going to be ill because picture you're, okay, picture this. You're 65. You already had one love of your life. Now you think you've been blessed with the opportunity to have a second love of your life, which is so rare. Okay. You're hoping he proposes to you. He picks someone else. I know. I would be so crushed. Like at least if it happens in your twenties or thirties, you have so many years to like make up for it. But like something about these older women getting their heart broken, like it makes me want to die. I know. I I completely agree. I I completely agree. I almost like hope I just can't imagine how it's going to go. Like, is it going to play out how the normal franchise show works? Because I'm like, I can't imagine it being two women at the end and him just, breaking their heart like I that. I just had to take a deep breath because I'm genuinely like, I feel anxiety building in my chest. Hey, what do you think about Jerry? I think he's fantastic. I think he's attractive. Like, mm-hmm. not like, I mean, great. No. I'm not going to go for him. He's but a saying, hot 72 yeah, year old man. I was like, okay. I see it. Like, yeah. he's attractive. He's nice. He's charismatic. Like, they all had tons of charisma. And also, like, his story about Tony Ugh. and their high school sweethearts and then his daughters and granddaughters. I was sold. I was literally, Steve was like, are you crying? I was like, are you not? Yeah, like, um, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, literally. No, it was, like, really beautiful. Really beautiful. And and I, I'm, I think this is exactly what the franchise needed. 1,000%. So I used to host podcasts about the show. Mm-hmm. I used to interview, like, all former castmates and stuff like that. Literally, I think after Matt James' season, I was like, the show is so boring. I'm done. I'm done. I have not watched a single episode since. I'm like, I'm not interested Mm-mm. at all. And then, like, one of my best friends was on the show, too. And I, you're just like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm so done with it. Now, I'm We're obsessed. back. We are back, baby. Well, yeah, but I feel like the franchise really needed something mm-hmm. to switch it up. And it was dead. And even after The Golden Bachelor, Paradise comes on. Yes. And when it came on, I didn't recognize one person in the trailer because I, I, I haven't watched it. I knew Wells. I didn't. I saw, I didn't it. watch it. I was like, I don't really care about these people because yeah. I don't know them. Totally. Wait, do you feel like they just should get rid of everything and just keep the Golden Bachelor? 
kind of. I kind of do too. Sorry, guys. But, yeah. yeah. Or get rid of it for like a little and, and then, then bring, bring it, it back. back. And it's totally. bigger than ever. Right. With like a really good bachelor yeah, or like, a really good lead. They need to like remember what they used to do, which was just like bring back like a rich entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like they that mm-hmm. never was on the show. Like bring in like a Travis Kelsey. Totally. Like bring in like a, not him obviously, but yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like someone who's like successful, yes. like not in – like in the social, in social media. media and then bring in like a whole new crop of girls i think they should do like older 30s i think so too right i think so too like i think they should do like 28 to 35 or even like 26 you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. that would be like much better i think right um okay also on my list special forces on fox i have not seen it i need to see it okay let i me, heard it's such a good show let me sell you on it quickly okay, so I heard that it was coming out last year on Fox, so I watched the UK version. Okay. Because, like, you know, I'm a big UK TV girly. Yeah. So I watched the UK version, fell in love with it. I was like, this is the most intense show I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it, if it's like this in the US. Do you like, get, like, like anxiety US, watching it? No, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I was like, if this is like this in the US, like, I can't even imagine. They brought it to the US, same cat, like, the same people that mm-hmm. host it. Just as intense. So I watched last season. It was amazing. Hannah Brown won. Right. She was incredible. This season, it's Tom Sandoval, Tyler Cameron, Nick Vial, um, Black China. Okay, these are like great people already. Tara Reed, mm. Jojo Siwa. Like oh it's a crazy cast, and there's only been two episodes so far. But basically, and I listened to Jojo Siwa say this in an interview, which like confirms my what I thought how intense it was she was saying the entire time you're there you don't even feel like you're on a reality tv show because like you're not doing sound bites like you're not doing anything you're so you feel like you're in training for the military they basically are in like navy seal training. yeah that's what i thought right christina it's the most intense thing like i would die they gas you you like have to do these they will put bags over your heads and blindfold you and stick you in the back of a truck you have to like sleep outside on this little cot like it's the craziest uh, shit they film in australia uh i don't think they're in australia they're in some like desert somewhere. okay and how do you get eliminated most people tap out themselves or oh, if you can't interesting. keep up the like um, people in charge will be like, you got to go. Mm-hmm. If like you, like for example, if we're running a marathon and you keep falling, they're like, you're out. Interesting. So right, because they don't want something like that in their no, SEAL program. because yeah. like you have to make it to the end. Wow. So you go through all these like crazy things. Like I truly wouldn't last. I think I would tap out the first day, genuinely. Oh I really God. think so. And I'm not trying to undersell myself. It's that physically taxing. I need to watch it. Uh, sometimes I really think I'm a true athlete, and then other times I have a reality check that's like, but you can't run a half mile. It's, it's because, like, they make you, like, the first episode, they were suspended in between these, like, two cannons, like, a thousand feet in the air, and you have to walk on, like, this little dangling line. Like, it's just the craziest shit. I can't even explain Who, it. Okay, so you've seen the first two episodes? Yeah. Do you have any front runners? I think that JoJo Siwa and Tyler Cameron are going to be the top two. Interesting. I don't know why. I just think because JoJo has like the dancing background and like the first episode she was genuinely being so annoying. She was like, hey y'all, like blah, blah, blah. And it's a very serious show. Like you're in the military. And the people had to pull her aside because they like, they'll pull people aside and they were like, cut the act. Mm. And she was like, yeah, I've never had to like act like an adult before. Wow. It was great. So I think she'll shape up. Okay. And then Tyler Cameron played like D1 football in college. Right. So I think he'll be really athletic. 
Um, there's a few athletes on there who mm-hmm. will do pretty good. But sometimes I like the people that surprise you, like the people that don't believe in themselves. And then at the end, they're like still standing somehow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You're, You're selling really, me no, on no, it. No, no. You really got to watch I it. I feel like this is a show that Steve would like to. Like, this is a good yes, couple show to it watch is. together. It's very good. It's literally. It's on Fox. I also love competition shows, though. Okay. I used to love competition shows, but like I have not watched anything in so long yeah. that I feel like I need something My new. favorite show is like The Challenge, and mm-hmm. I'm pulling up this cast. The Traders cast list dropped. Have, did you watch The Traders I last season? I didn't, season? but you talked about it. You lo- oh. love that show too, Okay, right? so there's a whole new cast that's coming out. I'm pulling it up. So The Traders, I think it's on Peacock, and I watched it last season, and it's basically kind of like you like lie, steal, manipulate, okay, do yeah, challenges, those kinds of things. The cast is amazing. Ekin Sue's on it from Love Island, mm-hmm. who I love. CT from The Challenge, Johnny Bananas, Peter Weber from The Bachelor, mm-hmm. um, someone from RuPaul's Drag Race, Maxim Schmerkowski from Dancing with the Stars, Janelle from Big Brother. Do you know her from yeah, Big Brother? Of She's amazing. Like old school. Dan Janelle, right? Giesling from Big Brother. Oh, wow. Like there's, it's going to be like a star studded cast. It's a really good show. My money's already on Dan. Yeah, I'm like really <laughs> excited. I, I'm kind of rooting for like CT. See, I don't know I CT. Him. Yeah. Um, and then also on my list, so Keeping Up with the Kardashians came out. I got to see the first episode of the premiere, mm-hmm. um, like before it came out to the public. And like, I was laughing out loud because I thought like a lot of it was really funny. I hear some of the critiques. Some people felt like um, there was this whole segment where Chloe talks about being scared of whales. Right. And like it just went on a little too long. Yeah. Like, it was funny for like the first 30 seconds, but it really didn't need to be like a whole five-minute segment Mm -hmm. but the thing that's like caught the internet by storm that I know you said you've seen too is Kim Kardashian basically telling Courtney that her and her sisters and Courtney's friends have a group chat called not Courtney right where they talk about her yeah okay it's mean it's so mean I also like it just kind of felt like really gaslighting and it was kind of like I don't feel like Kim was being receptive to trying to hear, like, what Courtney was saying. Yeah. And I really, really did not like how she used, like, her kids against her. I just think that's so mean and so messed up. I and it doesn't both, feel like you're caring about her. I thought both were huge low blows. Because, yeah. like, just when you thought the friends thing was bad, yeah. then you bring in the kids. And when she right. was like, all your friends text me about you, like, that's that would hurt my feelings so much. And then the kids, like. 100%. But also, Ugh. I guess I kind of just don't understand because it's like, are you really concerned? Because if so, like, why isn't this a one-on-one conversation being like, listen, like, mm-hmm. your kids are coming to me. Your friends are coming to yeah. me. Like, we are all concerned about you. Yeah. If you really tell me you're, like, so happy and nothing is wrong, like, we'll drop it. But we can't help but feel like something's wrong. Yeah. Do you feel like she – okay, because I started seeing a lot of things that she doesn't like Travis and that mm. she thinks Travis is wrong for her. I've heard people say this. Um I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like to believe Travis is a nice guy. Yeah. Everyone says that I know that's met him. I think it's just sister shit. Like having a sister, like we do go below the belt. Like that's how yeah. sisters fight. Right. Um, granted, I like to think I wouldn't say that to my sister. Like I don't like know. Like now? If I was put, I'm just thinking like picture you're pushed to the end of your fucking limit and you're like, even your kids, like, you know, in a, the moment of an argument. Totally. like I think that's fair. You say something. Yeah. Who's, who's to say? Yeah. I, I'd like to think Jackie and I wouldn't do that to each other. But it was just to me 
like she knew it was going to hurt her so much mm-hmm. and she just completely used it to like twist the knife and just make Courtney feel like absolute shit and like isolate her. Do you feel like she thought it was going to hurt her so much? Because I feel like she feels like nothing she says like bothers her. So she was just like, screw it. There was this like body reading expert on TikTok that I mm. saw who like reads people's body language and she was explaining the behavior and she was like Kim wasn't getting a reaction from Courtney. So, so she, she said trying. the friend thing and once she got a reaction mm. then like she took it a step further. It's like you kind of keep pushing right. it. And wait, also can we talk about how she pretty much was saying I thought you looked bad on your wedding. Yeah, yeah. I like thought the whole thing was bad. Like I would never have done that. She's like trust me, like I wasn't upset because I never would have made those choices. I was like, yikes, like that's mean. So mean, but I've said this since last season when everyone was against Courtney. I if I was Courtney, I do agree with Courtney that she gave him that idea. And Courtney did what, put that, like... What, working with D&G? Just, like, that whole gothic thing. Like, Courtney right. did put it on the map. Yeah. Right, whether we liked her wedding or not, or her wedding dress, Courtney made that aesthetic in that moment of time extremely popular. The huge cross earrings, the vintage right. lace, the red, and the florals. Like, Courtney did put that on the map. That's interesting. I've never thought about Courtney putting, like, cross earrings on the map. It's but, like, not like she invented it. No, but, like, it has become a huge thing she since then. She put it on the like, – Yeah. She, she helped influ- – she helped, via pop culture, like, influence trends. Totally. I and think that's, right. then Kim did kind of take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do kind of see Courtney's side. Like, if that was my wedding and my sister – I don't know. We have sisters and we have platforms and they don't. Right. Like, let's say – my sister like didn't have a platform she would be so pissed at me and she had this whole wedding theme that she put all this time into and then I the one with the platform goes and like makes it a big thing she'd probably be like what the fuck you think so I feel like I don't know if my sister would care but maybe my my sister also like she's like don't take a photo of me but like she, they like, both kind of have platforms so yeah. like you have to assume. I think it's very different if you yeah. have a platform for me I'm thinking if it was like Ray and I yes okay exactly okay, like if I did something and then Ray did it and it went viral on her thing and she yeah. took and it was like I'd be like and you what put the all hell? this like thought yeah. and time and totally like vision into it and then someone else just like copies it and yeah. it's like goes bigger for them totally like I I always have kind of seen Courtney's side in this I also just can't help but feel like Kim's like I put you on the map to begin with so I can do whatever I want I know but it's oh it's so toxic all of it all of it I know I'd love to be a fly in the wall and like all I think about is how Amanda Hirsch not skinny but not fat yeah. when she met Courtney I remember we were like talking about it or something and she was like she's literally so down to earth in person mm-hmm. she said the same about him mm-hmm. but she was explaining how like Courtney like is the exact same person like on camera as she is off camera mm-hmm. so I can't help but be like I don't think she's like this awful person that Kim's making her out to be I don't think either of them are but the way right. they're like Courtney's so miserable and Courtney's so this I think Courtney's probably just like has a little bit of different interest than her sister. I think so too. And I also think that like Courtney is kind of like, I have all the money I need. Yeah. I finally have a happy relationship. I have my kids. I don't feel like I need to be doing the same thing that you guys are doing. And she literally like put her toxic relationship on air for 15 years. Totally. And was like the one carrying the show with this it's like so toxic storyline. I actually don't think she gets enough credit. She doesn't. She does not get the enough whole credit. The drama like really with started Scott, with Scott. 100%. He, you're so right. Yeah, when she got pregnant randomly in like the third season or mm-hmm. whatever. And like her whole life was on display for years. And I think now she's like I'm happy and I don't want to film all the time right you're so right she does not get the credit she deserves she doesn't she really put it all out there for Mm -hmm. years and years and years so justice for Courtney yeah I still love Kim but that 
that fight was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty, but it is interesting hearing your sibling take. Okay, I also think I feel for Courtney because, like, if I had to slate my sister and I into positions, mm-hmm. I think I'd be more the Courtney and my sister would be the Kim in terms of I'd be like, I feel so misunderstood. Like, I'm more that one that's like, you all are misunderstanding me. And, we're at, and my sister would, like, say the mean shit. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, we would just fight differently. We fight very differently. Like, right. I fight more, like, with, like, empathy. And my sister will, like, say something cutting to me. Totally. So I feel I feel like I watched it and relate to Courtney because I could see myself on the receiving end. Right. Being like, you're all judging me. You know what's super interesting now that you're saying this? I honestly don't think I fought with my sister in years and years and years. It's so nice. And dude, we used to I like mean, beat s- each other up. Okay? We fight, but then we're over in 30 seconds. No, I don't even think we fight anymore. We don't really fight anymore, but yeah. like every six months, I would say we have like one fight. We are the people that are like, if anything, fighting with our parents. Yeah, yeah. And then are being each, each other's like bouncing board. <laughs> or being like, why aren't you standing up to me to mom? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> or like going back to my mom and be like, you know what? Like, I really agree. Like, I think you're being yeah. super messed up and like having yeah. each other's back like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I feel like we're allies in that sense. And I feel like we can like switch off being like the Kim and the Courtney depending on the situation. But I just feel like my sister's like the glam one and I'm like the little like emo Courtney. Like this is how I view You're myself. You're glam too, girl. <laughs> I just view I myself know. as like Courtney and like leather being like I'm <laughs> like so right misunderstood. Now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> so funny. All right, last thing and then we have to wrap up. Um I you didn't watch Love is Blind this season. I okay, I know this is a really unpopular opinion. I just cannot get into Love is Blind. <gasps> uh, there's too many episodes. No, it feels there's like 12. No, you're thinking of Love Island. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. There's like 12 episodes. I have not watched it yet. I'm so excited okay, to watch it. Okay, but have you seen other seasons? Of course. Of I oh, okay. love, oh my gosh. Tell me why every single time you say Love is Blind, all I hear is Love Island. Because you I love about Love they're Island, all, too. They're also all the same. Like, come on. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Yeah. Like, they all have the same No, I have not seen the season yet, but I heard it's so good. Okay. It's really good. I want you to watch it. So I won't recap it. Because okay. I'll recap it next week because then we'll actually know, like, who ends up with who or whatever. Right. Because right it's not, like, fully out yet, it's right? It's not fully out. You know how they do it, like, yeah, batch releases. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's your homework. You it's, have to watch okay, it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I heard it's so good, though. I actually love that show. It's and always I think so it, good. And I think it's super important because I honestly think love we're is so distracted by mm-hmm. appearances Yeah, that I feel like to be able to like really be that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's so true. I kind of think I would thrive in the pods. I think you would, too. Because I'm like, I could open up to a wall, liter- right. literally, literally, that I think I would just be in there telling my whole life story I don't know how I would do I I, I think I'd be in my head I think I'd kind of crush it I think I'd be, maybe well if things don't work out <laughs> with um Ernie yeah we know where to send you next get me to the pod <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> well Christina thank you so much for coming on guys tune into the Confident Collective for Christina's big updates yes and um where can everyone follow you and stay up to date you guys can follow me <laughs> on TikTok Instagram YouTube yes. like all the places at Christina Zia and then the Confident Collective as well amazing I love Thanks you having me love you thanks